a good nerve Shabbos. Parshas Vayikra is upon us. But I'd like to take this opportunity to be a little pre-Pesach Chizuk. And we should understand what this month is about. And it will give us tremendous meaning and pleasure as we go through what some call hard, what some call tedious work, and perhaps turning it into a labor of love with more meaning and more depth. With Hashem's help, we'll touch upon that topic when we speak later in the week, next week. But I just want to share with you one important nugget it is a well-known vart from the Kedushas Levi. That if you look in the Torah, it only calls Pesach Chag Hamatzos. Yet, if you look in the Gemara, it only calls it Chag HaPesach, which means Chazal call it Pesach and Hashem calls it Chag HaMatzos. Very strange why we focus, why we have a different word for it. Tells us the Heliki Kedusha Slavi a gem. Pesach is when Klai Yisrael marries HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we become one. Tells us the Kedusha Slavi. Hashem calls it Chag HaMatzais. And the reason for that is to show us how he appreciates what we did. We went out with a little matzah on our back with faith in him. So Hashem calls the Yontif of Pesach Matzos to, to show out the beauty and the faith of Klal Yisrael. Yet we choose not to focus on what we did, but we chose to focus on what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for us. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Pasach. He jumped over us and didn't kill us. So we focus. The beauty of a relationship that forges in Chaydish Nisan. The beauty of this relationship that we each focus on what the other one does. So matzah represents what we did for Hashem. Matzah represents that we went out into the wilderness alone. And there's a, something we do Pesach night, which many people don't understand, and that's yachatz. We take the matzah and we crack it in half. What's the point of that? When two people are leaving each other, and they want to make sure they'll remember each other, they crack something in half, and they give each side the other half of it. So they remember. The breaking of the matzah, is a symbolism of our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our faith. And we crack the matzah in half. One stays open and the other gets hidden. The hidden half represents HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we can't see. The depth of our relationship was with the matzah that we went out. Interestingly enough, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's love was also shown through matzah. When he rushed us out because we were at the 49th level of Toma. Interesting to point out that Matzah showed our love to Akadosh Baruch Hu when we went out with the dough on our backs and showed Hashem's love for us.
Interesting to point out how the same thing. So the cracking of the matzah represents the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, it's an interesting thing that matzah is very expensive, very hard to make, a lot of pressure. And matzah involves the kids, the afikoyim that we just spoke about. It has a lot to do with the children. Who negotiates the deal? I'll give you back the afikoyim if you give me this. It's the kids. Why is that? Because we recognize that we're giving our kids a Torah education. We're going to become one with Hashem. And by finding that hidden part, we bring the afikoyim together. It's the kindalach. And the message Pesach night is to the children. The matzah is expensive. Matzah is fragile. Matzah is hard to come by. It's very easy for a matzah to become chametz. The lesson is, it's not easy. It's precious. And because it's precious, it comes with its challenges. And what we need to teach our children is that because it's hard, that's why it's worth it. No one ever got anywhere in life without working hard. No one ever got a degree, a medicium, whatever it is that they did in their life without hard work. And we need to teach our children the lesson of the matzah. It's because it's hard that's what it counts. As you're cleaning for Pesach, and your children might not understand it, or you might not understand it. Remember, that's the lesson of the matzah. That's the lesson of a relationship. It's worth it when it's hard. Today, I had the opportunity to visit someone who's not well, member of our greater community. And he was telling me, he was talking to me about soccer. And I remember that I had a soccer story. And I remember the inspiration I had from this amazing story. The soccer story that I have is with no one else than of Shalom Shadron. Shalom Shadron, the legend, started a group for children in his neighborhood, for children that weren't going to day school. Started in the neighborhood. And kids came. And there was one particular boy that took particular interest in learning Tyra. And if Shalom went ahead and, and took a particular interest in him. You understand? What happened was one night he didn't come. He said, okay, not feeling well. Second night, finally he decided he lived in the neighborhood. He's going over to him. See what happened. And the little boy tells him, no, 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 I love your share and I plan on coming back. But this week is the World Cup. It's a work of World of World Cup and I can't miss the World Cup. But when there's no World Cup, of course I'm coming to the share. Rishon Shadron so badly wanted to teach him that that's not the way to look at things. And listen to what he brilliantly told him. He said, he played silly and he says, soccer, how do you play soccer? He says, soccer, there's two teams and two goals and you got to get the ball into the, into the goal. And but the problem is there's a guy from the other team standing there and he's blocking and it's no it's not easy. 
and you can't get it in. But the goal is you want to win. The more you get it in, so Shalom Shalom says, I have a brilliant idea. Why don't you wait till the other team leaves and then kick in 100 goals in a row? Kid says, no, Rabbi, you don't get it. To kick it in when there's no one blocking is easy. Got to kick it in when someone's blocking and it's hard. That's what counts. Shalom Shalom lovingly turns to him and he says, aha. My dear boy, do you hear what you're saying? To come to a shear when you have nothing else to do, that's not the kunz. When you have the World Cup, and you still come to the shear, that's where it's at. And the young boy was so taken by the soccer lesson that he came that night. on he came to the shear and he skipped that hour of the World Cup. The lesson is there's no point when there's no goalie. Abaydis Hashem, Yes, matzah is hard. It's expensive. It's called lechem because it makes you poor. You feel poor. Many people that people joke about matzah, but remember the precious relationship of we have with the matzah that we cut in half, we split in half, we hide one and we keep one, and the children beg their way in to put those two matzahs together. That represents a beautiful relationship with Kodesh Baruch Hu. Remember, we say chagam matzahs. Hashem says Chag HaMatzah, we say Chag HaPesach, that beautiful lesson of the matzah. Tire, 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 yidin. As the next few weeks, don't kvetch and don't krechts. If you're doing your pre-Pesach Abayda, do with a geschmack that will inspire your children, it will inspire you, it will inspire your friends, your family, your parents, whoever it is. You kvetch it through, how much is your relationship worth if you're every time you do this thing for your spouse or for your parents, it's with a kvetch and a krechts. Do it with simcha and you'll inspire your beautiful family. Have an absolutely amazing preparation. And I look forward to seeing everyone. Metz Hashem, on Sunday night, we're going to have a special pre-Pesach shir at uh, Yeshiva Yisrael for women. And Metz Hashem will continue to have other opportunities to prepare for the beautiful Yantav coming ahead. We should be zeichet to spend in Yerushalayim, Yerukaitish. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.